Kia ora everyone, my name's Thane Kirby, welcome to Talkback for a uh, Tuesday. If you're listening to us on our uh, Spotify or Apple Music podcasts, hi, I've got a half an hour of power for you. Uh, if you'd like to comment or make any kind of feedback, you can in our comment section during our live show, uh, or um, what else can you do? You can join us on the show if you've got a question as well. We're going to put a link out in the comments and you can send questions and, and whatnot. Uh, the, the news cycle has firmly been uh, talking about Shane Warne, COVID, you know how it is. Uh, but Shane Warne um, lost his life in, was it, Thailand, age 52, complaining about heart issues before he left, and then um, not having a real checkup, checkup. And then next thing you know, no, he's flying back, his body's flying back to Australia after an autopsy. So it's a lot of other guys. My age, I'm late 40s going 50. What we had Inga the Winger, was it, the week before? Round 52, that magic number. Uh, well, we're looking at our, uh, our looking at our health and we're wondering what can we do to improve it? Now, I've done some kind of keto stuff. I've taken on a very physical job during the day. So I'm trying my best to get my health. I'm watching what I'm eating. You know, I've got three girls, uh, four, 10, and 11. And, like, I just don't want to be a big fat guy not being able to keep up with them. You know what I mean? My, my thing is I want to live as long as possible and enjoy every single day. You know, and I thought to myself on the weekend too when I heard that news, you know, Shane Ward would give anything for one more day with his kids. Come on, why wouldn't he? So I've got this time now. And so I suppose tonight we're talking to uh, to finances. Uh, we'll call Bridget. She's a naturopath and holistic educator. And maybe she's got some answers. Maybe some answers lie there. So without any further ado, let's go meet our guest. Special guest, welcome to the show. How are you? Great. How are you, Thane? No worries. Well, you know, I'm a little bit put off with all these dudes uh, dropping dead and, and, and having good. health issues. And she's a little bit spooky. Um so I was thinking, you know, first of all, uh, what is a naturopath and holistic educator? And also, can you apply that to my health and my life right now? Absolutely. Great. Yes, wow. Naturopath. So naturopath mm. deals with nature as the cure, basically. We look at um, ourselves and in nature and how we are nature. Mm. Basically, mm. we eat nature, we ourselves build from nature. So we look at um, the different imbalances in the body and it really comes back to that hugely mm. is about balance and um, bringing the body back to homeostasis because when we're out of balance, that's when dis-ease comes. So uh, we look at, you know, how, how the person's journey's been and how they've got to do, you know, where they've got to today in their state of health. Because disease is a lot about a, an accumulative process. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, I studied 20 years ago to be a naturopath. I, I took a pathway. It took me um, about seven years to actually uh, study and, and get to that qualification because I did it when my daughter was just a baby. I started my journey. And I did it part-time to begin and started at Wellpike. Park College and then the degree pathway came in through South Pacific College of Natural Medicine and so I finished there with a degree in, in complementary medicine coming out as a um, medical herbalist and naturopath and from there I sort of um, 
yeah, did a lot of, I opened my own health shop, actually. I built that from scratch cool. uh, in Onihanga, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the health lounge it was called. Um, but my marriage broke down and, you know, life happened and yeah. that I sold that on to one of my best friends, the natural health company, and they took that on board. Uh, and then I moved on to building a wee food business and through that, did corporate health and many different things that have brought me to where I'm at today. So when I actually sold that food business, I got approached by um, one of the biggest supplement companies, well, the largest supplement company in New Zealand. I'd actually approached them when I was doing corporate health saying, hey, you need some people out here telling uh, pharmacy and showing them how to um, or what these products are what nutrition is because that's basically what supplements are the nutrition in a in a very therapeutic dose um either encapsulated or um in tablet form or in liquids so that's what it is concentrated nutrition really uh so yeah they approached me oh well i approached them two years before told them they needed a trainer out there and then when I sold the business, they basically approached me and said, hey, we've got a role we want to establish. So that was six years ago. So I've been sort of doing all of the training, established that for them. Uh, they weren't, uh, they do a survey through retail and they weren't rating through that. So uh, now I think they're sort of in the top about three for training in New Zealand, which is great. Mm. And it's about getting the word out. And it is really about educating because when we're educated and we're in tune with ourselves, we're able to be self-responsible. And that's the ability to respond to yourself, being in tune with what's happening in your body and what you need to do to rebalance it. And, you know, I heard what you're talking about at the beginning. You know, you don't want to get there and be this fat old guy sitting there and vegetating on the couch with not yeah. being able to integrate into life, right? So Absolutely. it's not about taking taking control um, because we're, we're told what health is and we're sold what health is and it's truly not what health is. You know, health doesn't come in a capsule. It actually comes from you integrating and diversifying your your life within our taiao and our taiao being our environment. So are you saying, so what is the recipe in your mind? Supplements, regular health, balanced diet, some walking shoes, get out of there. Yeah, well, um, it, is, it is really coming back to basics and, and getting into um, detoxifying your life, cleansing yourself. One of the biggest things I do do is I guide people through cleansing programs um, because, you know, we regularly clean our car, clean our home, clean our clothes, clean the exterior of ourselves, but we never really take much notice of the interior. And our interior, you know, what we put in here really determines who we're going to be or, you know, what we're going to build from, what we're going to think, how we're going to um, react and respond in our world. So we need to come back to those basics and think about how are we um, integrating and cleaning ourselves and enabling yes, ourselves. So like mentally, mentally is what you say. How no, no, well, yeah, mentally as well. I mean, it's all four pillars, right? We've got our wairua, which is our spirituality. We've got our physical body, which is our tinana, 
We've got our um, Hening Naru, which is our, um, our mind and our mental health um, and our stability. And then there's our connection. A connection, our whānau and our whanaungatanga, which is our um, ability to connect in our environment. And when we when we look at ourselves and who we are, um, a lot of you know we're taught who we are. We're we're, we're not able to um, be free range and actually feel who we are. And we're told, you know, I I often say we're overfed and undernourished hugely, you know. Um, uh, through every orifice, actually, um, we're told when to eat. We're told what to eat. When I went to school, um, showing my age a little bit, and and you know, like you maybe, Thane, um, yeah. we had breakfast and we had um, there wasn't morning tea. It was go out and run your energy off and have a drink, and then come back and we'd have lunch and we'd have dinner. We weren't having these six or seven or eight meals a day where kids are having breakfast and then they're having morning tea. You know, they're sat down to have a snack and an afternoon tea as well as a after school. <laughs> We're also like, kind of like uh, colonial soldiers, don't we? You know, yeah. we our afternoon tea and our uh, morning tea. Yeah, <laughs> and then at certain times, right? And it's all about marketing yeah. and the profit, right? So. Yeah. We've got to stand back and think, oh, okay, well, actually, is this serving me? Because mm -hmm. it's a lot about what's benefiting us and serving us. So, um, and, and we're told it a lot as well. Um, you know, I've, I've actually done some um, judging in the science sphere. Mm. And these are, are um, you know, year nine and 10 and um, year seven and eight. So seven and eight is intermediate and nine and 10 has just begun high school. And, um, you know, you go in there and I, I judge mainly the living earth section and the living science section. And most of these children are just really, really intent on killing bacteria. Everything has to be anti, antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal. And we're not taught that these things actually serve us. You know, at any one time, you've got 10 to the 15 viruses traveling around your blood. And that's actually different types. That's not just one, you know. And, um, and bacteria, they're, they're singular cellular um, organisms which serve us in a lot of ways. They create, help us with digestion and this is Can we with a quick COVID question? Is that all right? Or I know everyone's talked about COVID a million times, but it's a real fast one. <clears throat> so I've got two vaccinations. I didn't get the booster because I was thinking, you know why? Because I was being hounded. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I feel like a number. I feel like a shirt. You know the dog show when they're trying to herd these sheep. And I'm not using this because oh, they're calling people sheep or stuff. But I just felt like a number that ended up in a press release the next day saying, hey, we did this. And uh, so I was just like, ah, oh, I'll leave it alone. Then I caught COVID and then I went through COVID. And then I was thinking, do I, I don't need a booster now, right? Because I've got natural immunity. But then I was, mm -hmm. and I kind of like, I, I, can, I sat with that and I just thought, yeah, stuff it. I've, got, I've had COVID. I've got some natural immunity, some natural stuff's building in there now. And then this morning I'm bombarded with this tidal wave of propaganda telling me that my brain's going to shrink. I'm going to have long-term memory issues. I'm going to if I don't get the booster, even though I've had it, and, and I, I don't know what to believe anymore. You know what I mean? It's, is it so? Do I let nature take its course? 
or do I need to go and get the booster? Um, yeah, well, I don't advocate having any vaccinations. Oh, <laughs> yeah. One of the biggest things is we have our own natural immunity. Uh, and when we play with that, we actually compromise it. Um, mm. We have to understand what the biome is, the microbiome, what the mycelium network is, and what, what the actual virome is. They're all part of it. Now, when I look at the microbiota, which includes the biome, the bacteria, and the mycelium, which is fungi, fungi, um, you know, all of those, they, they live symbiotically together. They live in harmony and they serve us. You know, what you see in yourself, the mass in yourself is only 10% of who you really are. We're a true reflection of nature. What you see out here is what you've got in here as well, and we're living. Okay, so when we look at the different seasonal changes, different levels of toxicity, different nutritional levels, it's all it, it, that's what it means to be holistic in health, to look at all of this. And, and when I, I'm, I'm very much, science is based on tittle tittle, which is observation. Okay, no science is set and no science is linear. Science is an ecosystem that we need to um, observe because when we observe it, we actually see what's happening. When we look then and come back to the virome and what viruses are, we've been scared of them. We've been feared of them and that actually creates stress. And when we come back to being living beings, which we are, um, that stress really compromises our ability to thrive in life. And it really compromises our immune system. Now, when we look at viruses, all they are are the genomic database of the world. They allow for us to adapt in our environment. So every, every moment of every day, you're doing different adaptations, changing to be able to survive the different environmental changes, like the sun energy. If we didn't adapt through the, the different temperature changes, we'd, you know, crumple like a leaf and die or dry up or get, you know, too moist and, um, and actually not be able to thrive in this lifetime. And that's what it means all about this balance. We come back to this balance. And I also talk about di biodiversity, you know, getting out in your environment. We need to get out in it because that's what grows us. Um, you know, we need to weed, feed and seed our body. That's what the biome is. And when we go in, um, in Aotearoa in New Zealand, we've got some of the most ancient fauna and flora here. So we've got some of the most ancient biome. That's why we're so healthy. Mm, yeah. yeah. I suppose it does come down to your state of mind, right? You need some kind of <clears> – <throat> if you're a big lump on the couch and you've got no motivation but you've got every streaming device on your phone and now you can dial up, count down to deliver your food, you don't even have to go outside, um, you know. <laughs> well, this is really concerning because we're um, energetic beings, right? We're just electrical beings. Now, when I say we're a true reflection of nature thing, we are. You know, yeah. we're 80% water. And our nervous system is what makes us go. Mm. And so that's, an, that's our electrical wiring system. That's what sparks us to get into life and to thrive. 
Okay, so when we block that, when we actually don't have the insulation for that, when we don't, um, when we're drowning in that, we don't, we're not thriving, we're not having that happen. And so the, 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 the stress factor goes up and we're not um, able to um, balance that out easy. Our gut then gets affected. You know, our gut is so important um, and that electrical wiring system within us. What is, what is, uh, how can you uh, jumpstart the system into getting up and, and taking the first step to getting out there and facing yourself, you know, if, if you are nature? How do you get out? How do you get out of your cave? We're so used to being staying inside. People working at home, um, people have found ways to adapt in their little caves, and some of us aren't leaving. Yeah, one of the best things you can do is not sleep on Hinikura, okay? And that's the sun energy. We mm -hmm. get the sun energy, um, and when we, we see the sun in the morning with our nakedness, we actually stimulate um, because 80% of our serotonin is made on our gut lining. Do you know what serotonin is? It's your happy hormone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes you feel good. Yes. And our gut, um, you know, what gets us up in the morning is cortisol. Actually, we get a surge of cortisol, we wake up and we get out of bed and we get into our day. Um, and that's a lot. People don't let go of that cortisol. They hold on. We're beings that don't let go. We're, like, so scared of letting go. How do we start? We get out. We watch the sunrise. We get our feet, our bare feet, on the ground. We're part of that. How do our cells build from our thoughts, from what we feed them? Nakedness. Yeah. Yeah. So when we see the um, sunrise with the naked eye and the naked skin, yeah, as much nakedness as possible, <laughs> we stimulate serotonin. Serotonin is what actually makes us feel good through the day. It's our sleep. It's the same makes nakedness you have like when you know you've uh, got uh, a newborn baby and, you know, dad should take their shirts off and put the kid on their skin so they can feel a kind of connection. That's the kind of thing we're talking about, right? Uh, a little bit different. That's the vibrational energy and uh, connecting okay. with Bob and yeah. uh, with Pepe. So it's like um, it's it's that vibrational energy and that vibrational energy. It's a lot about your pipiha, right? So um, when we talk about pipiha, that's our um, most ancient connections. And when we talk about our pipiha, our most ancient connections is our bacteria, because mm -hmm. that's where we all go back to. So when mm -hmm. we connect to our most ancient pipiha, we're connecting to our um, our our gut anyway our internal environment. This is our colon, right? And so when we talk about food, when we talk about everything that's happened through our lives, we call about talk about colonization and how we've been colonized, colonized, right? And that's been taken away from us, the ability to actually feel um, and, and feel what's going on. And when we talk about mental health, our emotional seat um, or our seat of emotions is our gut. So when we've been disconnected through our gut, we feel these emotional pills and we're not able to balance. And that's why we're seeing all of this imbalance. I mean, there's many other reasons behind it's this. It's almost like a triggering thing. When you do feel a little bit off balance, you want to drink some beer. When you feel a bit, you know, when you feel like you kind of, you want to eat some chocolate. So tell me what's going to happen to your garden, because this is our internal garden, right? Yeah. We're, we're just a reflection of nature. We are inside-out plants. 
Mm -hmm. Our root system's in here. This is our soil, our mucous membranes are our soil. What we put in is very important. And like our garden, we are really susceptible to temperature, moisture, mm -hmm. pH, and light. Mm -hmm. And our garden roots need to be dark, just like the roots of our garden. Okay, and then the soil is like it needs to be moist, like our mucous membranes. In that, we've got this layer of a microbiome, which is all of that living um, material, and that's like your garden. That's mm. like the broccoli and the apple trees and the rose garden, and it's all growing symbiotically, a permaculture garden, and it's all feeding each other and, and living symbiotically. Now, if I pour some beer on that, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, okay. If I put an antibiotic, right, yes. we are biome. Our, mm -hmm. our cells build the biologically. If I put an antibiotic yeah. on you, what's going to happen? It's going to break down your biome. It's going to break down your cellular um, biological structures. And that is actually st slowly, slowly. What happens if you really like beer, though? I know. I'm going to make a gut-friendly alcohol. I've decided. God for that. <laughs> I was talking to someone the other night that's been really affected by the mandates, and I said to her, let's make a gut-friendly alcohol, because they've been in the hospitality business, yeah. and that's been hit huge. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Dr. Louise says, um, do you know anyone that does chakra healings? Yes. Yes, well, chakra is all about your energy. You can talk about them being your chakra. Um, you can be talking about them. We talk about them here um, in our rongoa, because I'm a rongoa practitioner, um, mm -hmm. as being our uh, fatu manua, our manua, and our pūmanua, and it's aligning that energy. We, you know, in different cultures, they look at things differently. It's all about aligning that energy. And so when we line that energy, it's really about cleansing. Um, and when we cleanse, we cleanse our, um, our state, our physical state, but we actually look at all of those, our mental health state, our spiritual state, and our connections with, with nature, with our whanaunga. And when we talk about whanaunga, I'm talking about our plants, our rako, our... Um, Sorry. So what is a chakra again, in just in a real, just a one sentence? Uh, so it's it's your energy centres. Right. So you've got your crown chakra, your third eye, your heart, um, your soul. Why would you need this healed? Uh, a lot of people become disconnected because they put blocks in. Um, right. You know, when we're talking about our throat chakra here, a lot of people don't speak their truth. So they'll get blockages here and then they'll go on, that'll accumulate and they're not able to actually voice uh, things well. Um, we might actually lose a lot of our confidence um, and we might have to work on our base chakra. And each of these chakras relate to different vibrational energy and colours. So when we're looking at the different colours, that's the different colours that go through our aura as well. And this can shine in your vibrational energy. Uh, I don't know if you've, you know, talked about auras, but it's all no. about, you know, those those colours and the vibrations that come in, and that's who we are. Do you We've get a good aura from me or how? Yeah, absolutely. You've got a beautiful aura. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Very calm. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I've been working on it, you know. I've been trying week by week to improve my aura, just uh, <laughs> my vibration, you know, that type of thing. One of the best things you can do with your vibration is just intentionally breathe. Mm, yeah. Totally. And one of the best things that you can do for your health is drink pure spring water or purified oh, really? water. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our water, because we are 80% water, when we um, drink water, we need it to be alive and structured. Yeah. Uh, water through the taps has been altered and um, actually fluoride and chlorine are not good for us. I mean, what happens when you put chlorine in the pool? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's the purified water thing. Were you buying your purified water? Are you making it? you got like a filter at home or something? Yes, I do. Actually, I have a Kanga water machine, um, which actually uh, creates and um, it's – it enlivens the water. So when we look at water, um, we look at the pH, okay, and we look at the pH of everything, and that's the level of acidity and alkalinity, and all it is is the portion of hydrogen. So when we have more hydrogen, we've got an alkaline environment. When we've got less, we've got an acidic environment. And so if we um, make ourselves more alkaline with more hydrogen, we're actually creating a better st space to flow from, right? Because we've got more hydrogen. And when we're alkaline, and this is a lot of what it means, like people will say, oh, greens are alkaline. It's because they're higher in hydrogen. Whereas like um, carbohydrates that have been processed and dehydrated like breads and white sort of um, processed foods, they've been dehydrated. So they require hydrogen to be digested. Therefore, they lower the pH and take us into acidity. And what happens when you throw acid on your skin? Burns. Yeah, so that's what's going to happen on your interior skin. Because we have our external skin, Hmm. And then we have our internal skin, and that is um, huge because that's what we use to digest and to everything, actually. It's where 80% of our immune system lies is in our gut because they're like our little guardians that, you know, really go in there and they say, hey, guys, um, you know, the, the thing's coming in here. If something's coming in that's not going to serve us, they'll say, no, you're out the back door, or they'll basically kill it. Purified water, <clears throat> going out for a walk in the sunshine, nakedness, yeah, um, and what else is the other thing? Sleep. <laughs> yeah, 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 and stress relief, right? Oh, so are you saying sleep? Did you just say sleep? Yeah, I said sleep. Rest yeah. is the universal nurse. Right. Yeah. So when we sleep, so that, that sleep-wake cycle is really, really important. Um, we get serotonin to get us through the day. That's our happy hormone. But that's actually the base builder for melatonin. Right. And melatonin kicks in at night after, the, an hour after the sun goes down. What do so, you think to these melatonin gummies you can take half an hour before you go to bed and then, hey, presto, done? Oh, yeah, no. Well, I haven't, I can't comment about things I haven't looked into. Okay. Um, I don't look at them um, specifically because I don't think they're therapeutic doses and I think they're full of sugar. Oh, um, yeah. When I look at supplements, 
uh, I think we digest by when we when the food is here or when we start to smell it, then we start to see it. Our body then starts to resonate with what's coming in mm -hmm. and then it will get ready and start to digest it. When we're taking a pill or a capsule, we haven't got the taste buds down here to decipher what's in it. Shortcut, isn't it? Shortcut. Yeah, shortcut. So yeah. I deal a lot with... Um, some yeah i actually bring in some supplements from the us which are liposomal food based small um batch made all organic they're grown in um hawaii actually which wow. is part of us so what was your website where, where can we look at this i'm just building it actually oh, okay, just being this educator and out on the road for the yeah. last six weeks years mm -hmm. um i'm now flipping um into being more in the public and or being in this space you know and mm. starting to really build myself so i just started an instagram page i've got about mm. 25 posts <laughs> you know and um, what, what is your uh, instagram um, it's just resonate so it's not resonate it's reason eight because there's a right. reason we consume everything we do yeah so um there's a reason we ate it for, and you know, there's reason that we can get rid of it. Um, reason dot nz. Dot nz. Okay. Yeah, and we have to be really, really conscious and discerning. And that's what I was going to say to you before. You know, this um, just actually looking at uh, my website's not up yet, actually, because oh, okay. I just got in. But it it, it is um, coming within the next, hopefully, couple of weeks, and it's right. going to be e-commerce but i've got lots of things happening on it so we'll be able to connect in different ways with different people yeah okay. um what was i going to say before we all go so there's a really good stuff hey just on the sleep thing how long would you suggest a sleep for so yeah i suggest go to bed um an hour after the sun sets if we can right. and sleep you know for at least well you know get to bed before 11 mm. 10 10.30 should be the latest because it's all about the number of cycles we go through. When we go through these sleep cycles, these, um, these different sort of cycles that we go through, different phases. So the amount of phases we go through is the amount of regeneration we'll get. Um, so when you're in the REM state, which is the rapid eye movement state, that's when we're using about 50% of our calorie intake from the day. And that's when we do our most regeneration. So we regenerate all the tissue that's being damaged. And when we talk about stress and, you know, men at 50, it's a lot about that and protection mm. and creating that um, antioxidant because we oxidize so quickly through what we're doing. But the sleep is really important because we're regenerating and rejuvenating. And when we miss some of that, we go into a deficit. And when we deficit, we're not able to rebuild or regenerate to the rate we should be. I mean, as, as beings, living beings, we should be living to around 150, 200 years old. We're cutting ourselves short, hugely, because we're not breathing, we're not drinking, we're not being discerning or conscious um, and in tune with what we really need. We've been sold all of this stuff and literally for profit, not for the, our benefit. Well, I mean, why don't horses live for 150 years old? I mean, you know, they, they they go to streams, they have a little bit of a drink, they have a bit of a run around, they eat nothing but grass. Different DNA, different um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and different genetic structures. You know, when we talk about genetics, and I was talking about the virome before, it really is about sequencing. So our cells sequence for proteins. This is what it means when you get these spike proteins and they're novel proteins because they're new. It's a new protein sequence. So, you know, we don't know what that's going to produce in five years or in 10 years. Um, but we know that our, our um, tinana, our cells, produce proteins to repair and build our body. That's what we are, predominantly 80% protein or 70% protein. And that's what we do. Each cell produces that and sequences for that. So, so, so can I just say, on because this is very interesting, the protein stuff. So what is the best diet would you suggest? There's a lot of diets out there. You I know, love it I, when people ask me, what's the best diet? I what say, what, what, what why would do be? you want to go on something with the word die in it? Right. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I know. I'm a bit of a wordsmither. I never yeah. say good morning because right. I don't want to wish people a day of mourning. Um, I always say grand rising and let's rise together because right. it's all about this this. Bringing, and that's vibrational energy. We speak it all the time. Yeah. So back to your question again, Mr. Kirby. Sorry. Can you repeat it again? Sorry. Oh, sorry. My question was uh, because we're all protein, and I, I, can, I, I hear what you're saying about sugars and carbohydrates. What's the best nutritional intake? Well, yeah, I'd say without using from, the D word. Yeah. <laughs> we need to become very um, conscious and more discerning about what we're consuming in yeah. every orifice. Yeah. What we're doing um, really when we get up and breaking the fast, because that's what breakfast is about, we should be rehydrating our body. I tell yeah. people to get up, go outside, watch sunrise and bare feet and whatever, even dive in the moana for sunrise. If you can in the, in the sea, that'll balance you because of biosmosis, that what, that's what we are, right? And then seeing that, we'll enliven ourselves. Then hydrate your body. Then listen, observe. When you need to feed your body, usually hunger is thirst. So we need to make sure that we're well hydrated. When we're eating food, we should be eating a lot of raw foods because that's the hydration and the fiber that comes in. Protein, uh, if we're getting protein from plant sources, we need to make sure they're complete proteins. And when we talk about complete proteins, it's like getting all of the amino acids, the essential amino acids that we don't actually take in. So it's about combining different things to get a whole protein. Um, because that's what we need. Um, if we're eating, I'm a qualitarian. I eat quality food. Mm. I don't eat things with toxic load on them. Um, I, I eat things with, um, you know, that are pure and from nature and is close to nature. I do um, education around wisdom and weeds. You know, we can make food from our backyard as long as it's not sprayed or sprayed with animals as well, you know, I'm talking about. Mm. And glyphosate. Um, glyphosates, um, things like Roundup, they've only ever been registered as antibiotics um, or approved as. So when we're eating things with that, we're breaking down our biome again. So we're not serving ourselves, you know, it's being discerning. Okay. What about the cold, everyone's in these cold baths now, you know, the, the, the little ice baths. 
they're good. It's good. I have cold shower every morning. Right. So yeah, um, I'll rise and I go out and I put my feet on the ground and I'll do my karakia and my taku taku. I'll bring in my protection and I'll just ask my ancestors and I'll be grateful. You know, aren't we so lucky to be alive? I was talking to somebody today. You know, we in New Zealand, we go out, we can see green, we can see the sea, we can see things so. You know, we've got Monga Mountain to climb within not very far. We're very, very lucky, and you know, unlike a lot of other countries. So it's about being grateful, and then, um, and then, you know, um, knowing what we've got and how we're going to um, feed ourselves well through the day and night. Mm. You know, it's really about that balance coming back to it. Gosh, okay. And herbs. Our herbs are so important. Our plants, you know, plants are medicine. That's where all medicines come from. You know, a lot of these medicines that you so-called medicines that you see, they're quite mechanistic. They take away the holistic value. There's a reason medicines are whole. There's a reason we resonate with the plants because we are them inside out. Mm, yeah. A lot of what you've uh, said tonight has really made sense. Some of it's a little bit fanciful, you know, like a, the lyrics of a Fleetwood Mac song. But I love Fleetwood Mac, thank God. I do too. <laughs> and actually, I went and saw Stevie uh, just before COVID hit when she came and oh, she, really? she did a Belladonna pose. Yeah. It's just yeah. oh, so beautiful. It's so good. I've seen them a couple of times in concert. They, they are yeah. just the best. They always deliver. I went to one of their concerts at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Awesome. I saw Guns N' Roses over there too. It was, oh, yeah, some yeah. pretty cool. Absolutely. I, I, I saw both Guns N' Roses at um, Mount Smart when it was Mount Smart years ago. So, yeah, nah, great band. Excellent. Hey, look, thank you so much for your time. Uh, I appreciate this. Uh, it has opened up my mind to a couple of – some stuff that I knew, you've reinforced a lot of things, but I think the biggest change I could make in taking from this conversation is purified water. Um I really am probably going to go and buy one of those things. What was the, what the ones? What's the one you've got? Uh, I've got a Canadian water machine. Yeah, yeah, and I'm a distributor, so I can help you with that if you need. Yeah, that'll um, be great. Yeah. Well, well what I'll do is I'll, I'll join yeah. you. I'll message you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, water is really important, mm. and um, getting our hands in the soil and organic farming and regenerative practices and permaculture. You know, all of those things, um, I think that's been enlivened again through this whole process. And I started another wee business with my daughter, mm. which is around, we've called it Mara Makai, and mm. it's around edible gardens. And it's really just making people more conscious of getting their greens and raws, raw foods every day. So when we talk about purified water, we can also get those water sources from our fresh microgreens every day too. And you can have those. You know, this is something that because we're so urban now, we don't get our fingers in the soil. We don't have those things at our fingertips. This is making it more accessible and affordable for people. Mm. So um, although, you know, we think water, 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 it's also about getting that fibre and getting the water with it too. Microgreens too, that's, such, that's like a real fancy restaurant type thing, eh? You know, you, you no. can have the But I'm just saying I've seen it in a fancy restaurant type on the menu, you know, the microgreens. Yeah. If you're putting down a garden, what is your top three must-haves in that garden? Oh, um, so mine, coriander, mm. 
because it's a chelator, helps with um, heavy metals, and it tastes awesome. And I always make raw salsas and raw foods. I'm a huge raw foodie. Um, And uh, I have lettuces, so I have my rocket and all my lettuces. And I have, yeah, I... There's quite a few things I wouldn't go without, actually, that I pick from every day and different colours. So I usually will have an oak lettuce, which is more red, a rocket, and maybe a mizuna, which is red as well. And I'll pick from each colour because we should be eating a rainbow as well because they bring different nutrients. It's a lot about, you know, that balance and the minerals that you'll get from that. But you're only as good. Your plants are only as good as what the soil is. So it's really enlivening the soil and making sure the soil's alive because mm. if the soil's alive, your plants aren't going to be thriving and it's a lot about getting that balance right. Mm. Hey, um, someone just sent me a, um, this is a, I don't know if you can see it, uh, a water purifier, right, yep. they're using now. And look at the stuff that's come out of their tap water. I know. Isn't yeah. it incredible? Well, one of the biggest things with water that we get through water, it, it dies. It's not alive um, because it comes through all those pipes. And they put chlorine in it, which is not great because it kills the bacteria. So that kills the liveliness. Mm. But also fluoride. And fluoride is um, has an affinity to calcium. And so people say, oh, it hardens and it you know blocks your, your third eye, your vision. And... Um, Yes, it does, because it has an affinity for this area and with calcium, but it actually hardens. It's not specific to our um, Fatu Manua, our third eye. So it hardens the body. And when we harden, we're going down the wrong track. We don't want to go down that track. We want to be fluid and flowing through life and thriving, not hardening and becoming inflamed and in pain, because that's not how to thrive. No, exactly. Reverse, and you can change your life at any time. It's got to Not get to survive, we're here to thrive. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, um, very nice talking to you, uh, Bridget. Resonate. You're welcome. Pleasure You're welcome. is mine, actually. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's been a great little chat. And the other thing is, is if you – once you get your websites up, <clears throat> let's, let's go and um, let's have another chat. And then yes, I'm sure. sure more questions will uh, come to me and then we'll um, – We'll take it from there. We've got some other things coming in. Um, Andrew says, what about growing with clay ball and, was it, perlite, which is not a soil? Surely it's about the nutrients. It is. It's a lot about the nutrients, Mm. as long as you've got a good balance. uh, Unfortunately, with clay, we don't get a lot of um, live um, biologic um, happenings with clay, but clay brings different nutrients and um, it's a lot about biodiversification. Right. We d- never, you know, that's the issue. We monocrop too much. We have these singular crops all the time turning over and that's not organic regenerative farming. When we turn things over, we're remineralizing and refreshing the soil. Um, Nadia Lim and her partner have um, oh, I can't remember the name of their um, place down the South Island. And they're doing this so well because they just turn over different crops and they know that what they're doing with the soil and regenerating it. And it's a lot about that. So, uh, But clay is where we came from, right? That's where the first wahine came from. Um, right. She was built from the red clay. So always the female 
energy is going to be very nourishing. And so clay balls are amazing and they break down amazing, uh, but we need the right nutrients. We can't keep doing the same thing over and over. Gotcha. Happy International Women's Day, by the way. Oh, yes. Isn't that beautiful? That's Happy. Yeah. Thank you. Hey, uh, okay. And also I've been spending more time with my daughter uh, because her uh, kidneys closed uh, because of infections and stuff. And so I took her to the pools today and then we went to, you know, the zoo and we walked around. And, and I just thought she's in a better mood. I'm in a better mood. It was sunny out. We were just hanging out, you know. I just think time with friends and family is another thing that puts me in a really good mood. And usually I'm just like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to take a day off work today to do this because I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm into it. And, uh, yeah. It's, we need to do these things, and that yeah. is about being discerning. I used to have friends of the um, zoo class myself, and I used to take my daughter pretty much two or three times a week. We'd go for a walk around. Mm. But that's the sun energy too, you know. Um, and the other thing is eating seasonally. See, when we see the sun, we create vitamin D, and we create these different hydrogen molecules to be activated and enliven. And so when we're outside doing this, we're doing that. But we're also getting different biome from the different environments, which enliven us as well. And then we're visioning all of these beautiful things in nature. And that actually brings these um, beautiful vibrations as well. You know, everything that we're doing really affects our tinana at every second or microsecond of the day. It's like a cascade. Are you into manifestation and all that kind of stuff? You know, you put the you put it out to the world and it comes back. You know, you're kind of like you're building some kind of picture of your life and your mind and somehow you're sending it out to the world and the world creates it for you. And I don't know. Are you into that type of thing? Oh, it's alchemy, isn't it? Right, okay. That's um, what we put out is what we get back. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah? I... I do, I do believe um, in manifestation, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't sit and do it well myself. Uh, I need, I manifest well for others, not perhaps myself so much. I need yeah. to really probably get, get some education on that. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm the, I'm the kind and of It's mine. Yeah. Um, Andrew's back. If you calcify the was a pineal gland with fluoride, why don't they put it in the water? Why do they put it in the water? Mm, that's a question you'll have to really go back to the Ministry of Health because there's huge amounts of research to show this, uh, Andrew, and uh, it actually has been linked to dementia and many other things. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, and the Ministry of Health, um, or Andrew Bloomfield was talking about putting it through nationally and I think through all of this COVID stuff we've seen quite a few changes under the carpet be put through that we haven't actually or that hasn't been transparent Um, and that's unfortunate because we don't need there's no need for fluoride in our water there really isn't Um, they use it as um, as because children get um, carry a, a effect in their teeth so it's like the um, imbalance in nutrition but that's such rubbish it's about the sugar and when we have too much sugar we imbalance the biome and that actually enlivens different bacteria to start and different enzyme actions to start breaking down the enamel and open up the teeth it's got nothing to do with fluoride we have no need for it whatsoever 
Um, just quickly before we go, because we've got to wrap it up. I'm going to get uh, at least 12 hours sleep before I get to it. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. Hey, oh, what do you reckon to meet to meat and stuff? If, if people love a good steak and and stuff for the pack and save, you know, sometimes you get those cheap meat weeks. Is meat from the supermarket a, a good thing for you? No. Okay. I think organic, right? Because organically growing um, produce, um, we know where our energy is coming from. When I was talking about markets and farmers and things, when we shoot, shop off the supermarket shelves, we don't know where our energy is coming from. We mm. are energy. We need mm. to know where that where our fuel is coming from. Mm. And so when we're connecting with the raw foods and the organic foods, we know that it's good energy. Um, supermarket shelves, the reason that that's cheap, it's like a car, right? If you're going to yeah. buy a a cheap car, you're not going to get far. And meat takes eight hours to digest. So I only suggest like one huge meat meal a day and let your body digest it. Otherwise, you're placing it on top of, on top of, on top of, and people become really congested and compacted. And then we end up with things like constipation or diarrhea or issues in our gut and rotting. You know, our gut is a, a good environment. You can get a rotten gut. That's what diverticulitis is. And, you know, you can get irritable bowel. And these are beginnings of disease. So we really want to take notice and be more discerning. Yeah, true. Um, please don't get your meat from Walmart. I think we've got an overseas uh, person. No. Yeah. I, I only shop organically. And, um, and I make a lot of bone broths um, because we get a lot of minerals and collagen and good regenerative processes, oh, um, nutrients in there. Um, and it's really about feeding our body the right thing to get the right regenerative and the right space to heal, basically. Yeah. And, you know, you've got that's balance as well. Yeah. Body will tell you. If you start listening, your body will tell you. And I can help you with that. I guide mm. cleansers. So I sort of take people back so they can clean themselves out on the inside and then reset. Yeah. Uh, um, Sophia, so Sophia Louise, uh, I have IBS so bad it makes things very hard. Yeah. And, and so irritable bowel syndrome or irritable bowel disorders, um, yeah, they are very uh, – but we can heal. Anything that we're not born with, we can heal from. And when we have cold showers, we were talking about cold before, mm. you know, that's about epigenetics. That's right. about changing that sequencing and allowing our body to actually uh, move forward and release blockages. And, and it's a lot about our gut and being able to tone our biome and tone ourselves. It's, what it's about exercising and stuff? The traditional exercise and going to Les Mills, jumping on a bike, watching some high-intensity music video or music while someone's shouting at you. Is that still good? Oh, I believe that you need to exercise, but you need to do it well. Um, and you need to protect your body while you're doing it. I've exercised in gyms. I've been to, you know, different um, um trainings where you know like the f45 and really you, you smash your body about and you can get a lot of inflammation a lot of pain um if you're not protecting yourself i actually go to um a lady who does core restore well that's her business name but she makes you protect yourself so you tuck your tailbone in, you hold your gut so you're actually holding your body and not allowing your muscles and your your structure to get out of balance and create that inflammation. It's all about how you do things and being discerning and conscious about it. 
You know, we can go out willy-nilly and smash ourselves about and think we're doing a good thing. Mm. However, it's really, um, yeah, tuning in to see if that's serving us or not. If you're getting a lot of pain, it's probably not serving you so well. You need to protect yourself. I'm more of a walker, to be honest. I like a nice um, couple of pair of shoes and just go for a nice walk and a talk. And then you look at the time and go, sheesh, we've been working, walking a long time now. You know, it's, it's, and if you keep consistent with the walking, it just all comes off if that's what you're into. Or you tighten up, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the inflammatory the inflammatory pathways are really interesting. Mm -hmm. We need to um, we need to really get um, our inflammation under control and know where it comes from mm. and how we're feeding into that pathway. Yeah. Um, Andrew, it's funny with the old caged chicken or free-range debate, you would think that killing a chicken, living a good life, is more inhumane than killing one that is suffering. Yeah, well, um, it's all about energy, actually, and how we're fueling our body. If that chicken in the cage isn't really having a good life, we're not going to be getting a lot of good energy from it. That's how I see it, you know. Just bring it back to basics. We don't need to make it complicated. There's too many things that have been made complicated and made big words out of. If we bring it back to basics, we'll start to comprehend and be more uh, learned. And when I talk about learn, you know, we take the L off and we actually earn what we get. Mm. I just look at those, uh, you take those pre-cooked chickens in the bag, right, and the ones that have probably been pumped with steroids and all that kind of stuff and overfed, they're big and juicy and plump, and the ones that are free-range, they look like little possums. They're just like scrawny little things. Like Go and get a Bostock's chicken yeah. and cook it up, honestly. Um, put it, put it, I have a, um, you know how our, our grandparents used to have those, um, roasting dishes with the lid on it. Mm. And, um, I have one of those and I, I roast my chicken in that, or I do it on my little Weber Barbie, um, yeah. with the lid down and I, um, I don't overcook it, never overcook it. Um, it's always got to be really juicy and mm. that is the structure that you'll get from an organic and the taste that you'll get from an organically grown, um, free range. I mean, it's just like our children. Would you want to cage your children or do you want them to be running about in nature biodiversifying and be free range? You know, it's all in yes. Yeah, just well. Yeah, I'm only kidding. But, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And, uh, and uh, Jonathan's coming back with a great little comment here saying, um, boom, it's all about energy. Totally is. Yeah. And energy comes from your fuel. How you and, it, and it's all about vitality. You know, my my um, one of my businesses, I do corporate health and I do um, training and compliance and regulations and um, that for natural health um, companies. But mm. that is all about um, vital force. And that's my company name, Vital Force Wellness Consultants. <laughs> pretty cool. You know, what I feel sorry for our um, – oh, no, I don't feel sorry for our tradies, but there's a lot of tradies out there that are on the monster energy train, the Vs, smashing pies and darts and, and drive through every single day. And it's like, wow, that's and they're, and they're calling that fuel, you know what I mean? And then they're going out. I suppose they've got the benefit of being on the hammers and and you expelling a lot of energy. But what, like what you're saying, what's going in the tank isn't the purified water and the. We need drive through microgreen edibles. Yeah. I've got edible gardens. Shall we just have like a drive through, and people can just pick on their way through the edible, you know? Oh, Because when I walk past my garden, I always mm. pick a leaf and eat it. 
straight mm. off it. I don't even wash it because I know I'm getting all that good biome from it. That's nice. Uh, Carl, how much water should you consume a day? Is that stock standard? Is that the... Yeah, uh, you know, it depends on your body size, really, but anywhere between two to three litres, even four litres for some people, mm. depending on your expenditure. So if you're going out and you're sweating a bucket load, if you're a tradie, you should be having more, um, mm. you know, and you should be having more green microgreens as well because that's going to provide you sustenance and minerals to keep your body going, and mm. they might go better on a few protein meals, you know, if they're doing more of a physical, whereas... Now that I'm not on the run all the time and I'm sitting at my desk, I only really have one good meal a day. And then, you know, I might have a broth and then I'll have a salad and that would be my day sort of thing. But, you know, you've really got, this is about being discerning and being mm. in tune. You know, when I talk about self-responsible health, it's about the ability to respond to yourself and your own needs, being able to tune in. Yeah, and that's the important thing. Animals live, plants live. Why is it more acceptable to kill a vegetable? Is it the life to nutrition ratio? Papatuanuku produces all this beautiful, beautiful nutrition for all of her beings. So we're just the potiki of the world. We're the youngest born. We're the most, probably the most disrespectful too. I do agree that with that because we find it acceptable to kill everything for our own good. Yes. But is it for our own good? Veg is um, something that we sustain. You know, there's reason. That's why it's an ecosystem. We're here to serve each other. Um, mm -hmm. And vegetables are part of us. We're plants. They sustain us. And, yeah, we're not killing them. We're just recycling them. Absolutely. Yeah, recycling them. That's all we do. We ferment things. We break it down. We utilise it. And then, you know, our ferment comes out the other end. Love it. For our waste. <laughs> Yes. Hey, thank you so much again um, for our sure. final wrap-up. It's been a real pleasure talking to you, and you must come on again. I know that if we give our audience a lot more warning, we'll come armed with a whole heap of questions right from the get-go. Um, and it has been a really uh, interesting, really cool conversation tonight, so I really appreciate your time. Oh, I appreciate that coming on. Thanks for having me, Thane. No it's worries. been a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to meet you. <laughs> and look at this. Uh, great talk. Bridget is a real one. Uh, we've got Laura here. That she is brilliant, very well-versed, and great energy. Thank uh, you. No worries. Hey, yeah, thank you very much, and we'll be in touch again very shortly. Thank you. Bye. You Bye. Bridget, so cool. So cool and uh, looking fantastic there on that couch. Hey, uh, what, I, what I just want to say is if everyone can help support the show uh, by going to talkback.com, what is it again, Selena? Is it talkback.nz or talkback.tv? It could be, hang on, I'll just double check, talkback.nz. And there's a way that you can help us um, pay for this, all this stuff uh, and buy us a coffee or whatever all that type of stuff is. Uh, but it's basically just playing for um, Wahoo. Thanks for watching, everybody, helping us pick up a couple of costs. No one's making anything out of this. We're just... Just turning up and doing it, you know what I mean? That's it, talkback.nz. And then it's got links to all our all your, the episodes that you may have missed. You can buy me a coffee or there's some kind of PayPal option. Hey, thank you again, everybody. Uh, nice show. Uh, back tomorrow with Bomber Bradbury. Uh, we're talking politics from us. A very good evening.